Welcome to The Lonely Marketer, sponsored by Pager. My name is Glenn Southam, and this is your show for all things recruitment marketing. We share the challenges, the successes, advice, and the screw-ups from the leading marketing talent working in recruitment. And most importantly, find out what their favorite swear word is. We speak to the companies working to make marketing recruitment more effective and efficient, and to those people who have opinions that make you think about things that little bit differently. You can find me on LinkedIn, and if you want to follow the bear, then head over to thelonelymarketers.com for links to all of our social channels and to sign up for our newsletter. But now, it's time for the show. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Lonely Marketer. Today is a little bit of a special. Um, I'm joined by Jessica Wicks from Jessica Ross to talk all things Clubhouse. Now, if you haven't heard of Clubhouse, you must have been hiding under a rock over the past uh, month or so, six weeks, however long it's kind of taken the world by storm. But I thought I'd get uh, Jessica on to, to talk about Clubhouse, how it can work in our world of recruitment, what she's learned from the past few weeks. Um, I've known Jessica for you know probably about a year, one of those lockdown relationships, <laughs> if you like, where we where we caught up. Uh, she's a member of the, the Lonely Marketers community. Um, and she's a, you know, she's a brilliant copywriter and everything, but she's getting involved now in the world of Clubhouse. So welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you very much for having me. No props at all. So, you know, I've done a very brief introduction, probably didn't do you justice. So let us know who you are, where you've been, what you're doing at the moment, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so uh, I'm Jessica. I'm from Dorset. I'm a freelance marketer and copywriter. Uh, as an ex-recruitment marketer, uh, I also specialize in supporting agencies and in-house talent teams to write their job adverts and, and create copy that is compelling and actually makes candidates want to apply for jobs. Yeah, so, so all your job adverts start with our client is looking for, yeah? <laughs> and they finish with if you don't hear from us let's assume you've been unsuccessful <laughs> yeah classic exactly so we want we, you know we could talk about copyright we could talk about that but you know I, I said to you let's let's dig into clubhouse and make it a special so if people haven't heard of clubhouse or people might have heard it but and then god oh do you know what it's just another social channel ignoring it um what what is clubhouse in your in your words and in your experience so Clubhouse is a social media app, which is purely audio based. So uh, other than your profile photo, there's there's no video. It's not like Zoom. It feels a lot more intimate. Um, it feels like a phone call. So it's definitely felt like it's brought back a lot more human connection than, you know, there's, we're all getting the Zoom fatigue at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but the great thing about Clubhouse is you can directly reach people. You, you know, you don't have to go through lots of different gatekeepers and jump through hoops to, to find people and connect with people that you want to talk to you can get to them straight away uh, and it's it's only really been in the UK for, for a little while but I mean in, even in the last 14 days they've added like six million uh, more new people it's really taking off now and there's a lot of celebrities on there as well I had a private uh, clubhouse room with Marcus Brigstock the comedian who I absolutely love uh, and it's it's just a really nice way to jump into rooms with anything you're interested in you know you've got all your typical ones but you've also got like ones for courgette lovers and you know uh how to learn who doesn't love courgettes yeah exactly there was also a courgette lovers debrief in the evening you know uh there's there's something for everyone on there um and it's it's just meant that by connecting with people all over the world um you, you're just getting lots of different experiences from people yeah and just just for those who are listening at the time of um of recording as well it is only open 
open to people on ios isn't it so you need an iphone or you need a an ipad but android i believe is coming it's in the works yeah. yeah so it's still in beta at the moment um it's invite only as well so you it's not what you know it's who you know uh and if you do need an invite feel free to drop me a message on linkedin yeah. uh but it's yeah you, you basically nominate people in and i think that's a really nice way actually uh to try and keep that exclusivity people are getting that fomo uh so it's it's a PR stunt in itself uh, to encourage more people to, to get on the platform because everyone wants the invitation. Everyone wants to sneak in the back door. Yeah, I, I noticed that. And equally, like uh, Jessica, if you if you're on Clubhouse or you've signed up and you and you want an invite, I think I've got a few a few float floating about as well. Um, I I have noticed, and I'm 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 quite I'm pleasantly surprised at this. Having you know having worked in recruitment for for you know for ages. Um, a lot of times I see recruiters and recruitment agencies quite slow on the on the uptake of kind of like new tech, new platforms, um, you know, new ways of engaging. But it feels different with Clubhouse. It feels like um, like recruiters and, you know, both individual recruiters and people within the industry have actually gone to this quite quickly. I'm not sure whether that's because of lockdown and people aren't in offices or anything, but it does feel like, you know, I, I I got like 300 odd followers. I know it's not a huge amount, but quite quickly. And most of them are, are recruitment based. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think the nice thing about Clubhouse, it, you know, differently from say like LinkedIn, I think with LinkedIn, you know, the feeds, you can get quite siloed and the content you keep seeing on LinkedIn, it's like the same 10 people over and over again. Mm. And, 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 you know, the algorithm puts it that way and you you never really see anything else. You never get outside that field. Whereas actually with Clubhouse, you're getting to connect with people all over the world. So it's making it a much richer experience. And in terms of recruitment, I mean, I've seen people actually hold job interviews uh, on Clubhouse. They were American. I don't know how that would work with GDPR and uh, contacting people and things like that. But, you know, th they were doing it. You know, you had you had the interviewer up on the, the stage, as they call it. Uh, and you had the people in the audience who wanted to apply for this job. And they would bring them up one by one to the stage and ask them questions and it was absolutely crazy and I, I was just really sort of interested so I sat in the audience just to kind of watch it but do you know what it was such a quick process mm -hmm. and I think that's the thing when you talk about you know recruitment maybe isn't as quick to adopt new tech I think especially when you think about agencies you know you, you've got this battle anyway between sales and marketing that there's not really that maybe a level of appreciation don't really understand why they do it a lot of founders you know maybe of a different generation they know they need marketing they don't really know why so I think that plays a lot into it whereas with this because it's kind of you and your personal profile and it's very much something you can do in and out of work you've just got people making those connections and you know I've got loads of recruitment people on there a lot of mine uh, recruitment connections that I've got on Clubhouse are very much uh, really big in-house uh, recruiters and mm. talent teams so from massive brands within the UK and internationally as well and I think they're using it as an opportunity to try and find people for roles so instead of sifting through LinkedIn for hours they're getting that immediate feedback. They they listen to someone and they immediately know what they're about. So it's it's much more instantaneous, I think. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably like you say, it's the key. It's the it's the access. There doesn't seem any barriers to 
to anyone you know a couple of a couple of weeks ago what was it that made made the news then i bet the the founders of clubhouse loved it was when elon musk jumped on didn't they and then there was five thousand people which i think is the maximum in a room kind of listening to him chatting but then there was people kind of recording that conversation creating another room for people to listen to a recording of it so you know you, there's the potential there and, and when people like that go on there i think mark zuckerberg's on there and things um at that top level it gives it that credibility but certainly from a recruitment point of view you mentioned kind of it's a you know a social an audio only social network is one way that i've described it quite often is is kind of live podcasting you know it's like us having this conversation but anyone who's listening real time obviously are able to put their hands up answer questions and just break down those those barriers and get involved in the conversations isn't it yeah, definitely. And I think for recruitment marketers, it's and especially if you have got a podcast, it's a really, really great way to find guests. Mm. Um, you know, if you don't have something set up already where people can apply to be a guest or maybe they don't know about your podcast, it's a great way to, you know, project it and tell people about it. But it's also a fantastic way to hear people speak because people do come up on, I think of it as if it's like a, a, an exhibition or a conference. You know, you've got a panel of speakers and you have your audience and it's like that, but inside your phone. Uh, and and having the opportunity to bring people up and actually just tell their story uh, and and it can be about anything and it's it's such a safe space but it's a great way to just instantly judge wh whether you're going to connect with that person or whether you need to um, and I think sometimes with you know the other social media channels you've got to go through so many layers of people and add so many connections and it's a it's a much more slow game uh much more of a slow burner whereas clubhouse it's just instant uh and that kind of instant feedback loop as well being able to just straight away go back and forth is is amazing and and, and it, it disappears as well you know it's real life you the, one of the rules is you're you're not really allowed to record unless you shout you you mention it in the title and things isn't it but yeah. the, you know in some ways where you know from a marketing point of view people come become quite skeptical of marketing you know if you sign up for a webinar or if you join an event or you sign up for a newsletter you know oh do you know what i'm probably gonna get bombarded with a load of email sequences and everything afterwards clubhouse isn't like that it happens it goes uh you have the conversation you leave um you know the worst you might get is someone try to connect with you on on linkedin after they've seen you on uh, clubhouse and followed you followed you there so like you say it seems quite quite space some marketers might not like that because oh where's the trackable roi and everything but um, but i think that's probably a question for a later that day this is this is at the moment i feel it's initially building awareness of who you are as a person as a person and maybe who you work for but then giving you that platform to build credibility and trust to be able to use elsewhere maybe you know further further down the funnel definitely and i think you know don't get me wrong there's a lot of rooms on clubhouse that are all about click funnels and i'll make you a millionaire and yeah. 10 10, ten times your income oh overnight. yeah just yeah. ignore ignore all of those they're absolute rubbish um but you know i and and you're right in that you know you you can't record unless you're absolutely you know explicit, explicit. With people that it's that it's happening but one thing you can do during a conversation is you can 100% make notes and actually if you've got a really inspiring conversation make notes on it and create content off the back of it so you know if, if you're in a room with people and they're talking about their pain points go and create content 
that helps solve those pain points. Because if they've connected with you, the likelihood is they follow you on social media afterwards. If you then put out content that resonates with what they've just talked about, you've done it in a way that's not like buy my book, you know, download this, come to my webinar. It's much more gentle. And that, that kind of marketing is where people will just naturally flock. And it's a really nice flow without having to officially get them in the funnel. Yeah. And I, I think that's the important point to make, isn't it? I think sometimes you, we look at certain platforms and we feel like we need to act with them in a certain way, but it could be a great marketing channel just from the point of listening and understanding kind of what your target audiences, like you say, are talking about, you know, to give you that information to go and use it, use it elsewhere. But in terms of, you know, I'm a bit worried you're going to get loads of notifications and leave this podcast while it's recording because <laughs> you, you know, you, you've, you've been on clubhouse a lot, but what, have, what have you learned? Like from a, from a personal point of view, like for you and, and maybe for your business, what have you learned about like the power of it in terms of tangible, you know, results for you? So it's, it's definitely been a success for me. I've already had leads and work off the back of it. So, um, you know, if you're in that situation, hundred percent, it's amazing. But the only way you can do that is by getting up on the air quotes stage and speaking. If you just sit in the audience, that's great if you just want to use it as a way to make notes and, and mm. you know get information. But if you want to get noticed or you want to make connections or you want to meet someone who knows someone who knows someone, you have to get up on stage and speak. And it can put be your like, hand up. Yeah. yeah, put your hand up, just speak. And it can be asking a question, sharing advice, or just saying, Do you know what, guys? I just want to thank you for this conversation. I've really enjoyed it. I just wanted to say thank you so much to the moderators for hosting this. You know, it doesn't, you, even if you don't have a question, just say thank you to the panel for hosting the conversation just by you getting up on stage and getting noticed people will automatically want to reach out to you um and i think that's it's a confidence thing you are seen as more confident but also it's just if you especially if you've got a room of up to max five thousand people and you get up on the stage you know you're going to get noticed because otherwise you're just going to get lost in the audience yeah. and you mentioned you mentioned confidence there and i think we you know we spoke a while ago and I think personally it kind of it's broken down some barriers for you hasn't it like it's made it's made you more more confident the platform yeah I think you know I talked to you a while ago about imposter syndrome how you know that was hitting me hard and mm. I still struggle a little bit with it now when I get a new client I'm like what they want to pay me money to do that like, <laughs> why I don't understand but I think this is the thing the more I talk on clubhouse and the more rooms I join and share advice and expertise and people thank me for it you do sort of realize actually do you know what I don't know anything about accounting I don't know anything about finance I don't think anything about property I couldn't get up on the stage in those rooms and share that kind of advice so if I join a room like that they're giving me advice that I don't know anything about and I think we forget maybe because we don't want to be patronizing to people and assume that they must know it because social media is just everywhere and because we work in it all day yeah, every day exactly. yeah. we, we forget actually that we know so much about it that people don't and I think we do it because we don't want to offend people um, because it's just part of our everyday lives but no I love it and it's and it's been an amazing experience so far just to be able to get up and, and meet people and talk to people and I'm learning things too that's the thing mm. even if you think you're an expert in something there's always something new you can learn on there the lonely marketer is sponsored by pager marketers use pager to get 90 percent of those pesky consultants to share relevant content to tap into their networks you can also schedule social content to your company pages pager gives your consultants automated and fully branded job adverts driving traffic directly back to your website which is then 60 percent more likely to convert 
not bad. Head over to pager.co, that's P-A-I-G-E-R.co to find out more. We mentioned about, you know, making notes and making content. Is there anything else, you know, because most of the people who listen here are, are marketers, if they were dabbling or listening or they download the app after this episode or whatever, could, what could they do with Clubhouse in their kind of wider marketing plans when it comes to, you know, th- those working in recruitment? So I think there's a, there's a few things um, and it definitely needs to be a collaboration between sort of them and, and sales consultants and, you know, really making But that sure doesn't work. It, I know, I know. <laughs> but if they, if they can get them on board or even, <laughs> even one of them to trial it, yeah. um, you know, I think I have seen job rooms, maybe not necessarily interviewing people because I don't, I don't think that would work over here and I'm not even sure it's allowed. But I think, you know, there's no harm in starting a room and just sharing your hot jobs for the week you know Mm. you can put a location as well so that people know it's relevant for them in the room and just jump in you know a couple of times a week and say these are our hot jobs this week guys literally all you're doing is just putting it out but you're reaching a whole network of people that maybe have no idea who you were um the next one i would say is sharing knowledge and advice with candidates so whether that's uh, you know how to prepare for a zoom interview uh, you're you're going to be remotely onboarded how do you deal with making relationships with new uh, members things like that you know and again this this is about helping people solve pain points it's not about going use us use our service we can find you a job people don't like it they ignore it if you're offering them genuine value that's where they're going to come in so i definitely say having rooms where you're sharing knowledge and skills and advice with candidates and then on the client side of things you know, it's just about connecting directly with founders and CEOs. You can bypass the, the traditional gatekeepers. So, you know, when everyone's smashing the phones and they're trying to get past the, the receptionist or the administrator, they're like, no, sorry, they're in a meeting or they're out or they can't come to the phone right now. They're away from their desk. You can just bypass all of that. The amount of CEO, like I, I've got, I've got connection with the CEO of like Mazda now, and I, I don't even have a car. But <laughs> it's one of those things where you can just directly bypass. Um, and I did a room yesterday about marketing trends for 2021, and we had John O'Brien, who's uh, got an MBE, loads of the books out. We had Piers Linney from Dragons Den yep. in there. Uh, we had Dominic McGregor from Social Chain in there as well. And it, it, this is the thing: you, you just get to meet these people that you never would have before and once you interact with them and they know you're not a crazy person (laughs) that's where they may be more open to actually accepting a dm from you like you know at the moment it's twitter and uh, instagram on there which is i'm hoping they put linkedin on there soon um but having that opportunity once you've shown okay i'm not a crazy stalker i'm not gonna you know chase after you just ask them a question and then actually say on stage would you mind if i reach out and connect with you because they're in front of an audience, they kind of feel like, oh, I have to say yes to it now. Uh, and chances are they will. Um, and I, yeah, it's it's honestly, it's such an amazing opportunity for people to just go straight past, go, don't jump through all the hoops and just go straight to the person who's going to make the decisions. Yeah, I think sometimes it can be just being the facilitator. I jumped on, I'm connected to a couple of legal recruiters. And do you know what? One of the, the legal recruiters was hosting a, hosting a room talking about topics I don't know, some obscure legal thing that was happening. But the room had like 60 people in it. And he he had a couple of like general counsels and that. And, you know, lawyers on Clubhouse, you're like, what? But, you know, he had a room of 50 people. He wasn't doing anything. He was just the recruiter who was who was hosting it and just facilitating the conversation. And sometimes 
that's that's enough because you just create that association you build up that trust and that credibility that you know your market as well and then you know you let the experts do their their thing and just just manage it that um that takes me quite a nice segue into into hosting a room if people do it because you know there, there's a there's a there's quite a skill to to hosting a room and moderating it isn't there and uh, I know you before you started doing it, you've never done anything like that before. And you've kind of learned along the way. So um, how, how's that been? Uh, right. So, okay. When you host your first room, you are going to, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to absolutely freak out. Uh, I did. And I kind of still do, to be honest, but um, some of my really top tips for hosting rooms. Um, the first is just go into a few rooms and learn the general kind of phrases and, and acronyms that happen. So one of them is PTR, which is pull to refresh. <laughs> so when new people and admins have joined, it just means you pull your screen down and everything refreshes. So that's a really key one. Um, another one is make sure you build out a bit of a mod team people you trust and know uh if you are hosting a really long room and you want to go make a coffee you can just quickly message them and say look would you mind just taking over for a second so and you know you're making sure you're not on your own yep. one of my biggest pieces of advice at the moment is about making sure that the room feels safe for everyone um, and I want to talk about this because I had a really really horrible experience in a room the other day I won't go into details but there was um, there's been a there has been a bit of trolling on there that Clubhouse have been really, really quick to introduce a feature now where you can report people for trolling even Good. once they've left the room, which is amazing. Um, but, you know, as soon as it, this guy basically came on stage, started saying some things which weren't appropriate at all, uh, and the moderators immediately stopped the conversation. They moved him back to the audience so that he couldn't speak anymore, told everyone to report him. They checked that everyone in the room was okay. They checked if I was okay, asked if I wanted to talk to them. Like 20 of them reached out to me on Instagram just to check I was okay. It was handled really, really well. So I would just make sure you and your mod team have a plan in case anything like that happens. And before you accept people up to stage, just have a quick look at their profile. If, if they've got no profile photo, no bio in there, chances are they probably you know they're yeah. probably a troll the joys it, of social media right? yeah there's always going to be one that has to spoil it for everyone but clubhouse have been really great at put, putting a new feature in um i think it is interesting because it's very much down to the mods to sort of police this um mm -hmm. and i think clubhouse are using that as a way to maybe kind of reduce some of the liability perhaps um but just make sure you've got a really strong team and you know thinking about how you're going to actually present it so imagine it is a radio show um you know you you start off by telling people what the purpose of the room is and you can invite people to ask questions or join the insight or get involved in the conversation you know 15 20 minutes in you could have added another 200 people to the room and they're kind of listening but they're not entirely sure what it is so just making sure that every now and again you do what we call resetting the room so that's it we're just going to have a quick reset of the room and all you do is just reintroduce what the room's about you can kind of introduce the mods again just say a little bit about who everyone is yeah. it just it just makes sure everyone knows exactly what's happening everyone feels really safe and really comfortable um and just encouraging everyone to connect with each other and not just the moderators you know say to people connect with everyone else in the audience too because chances are they're only one person away from who you really want to connect with so yeah that's kind of my my top tips for yeah. Yeah, that's good. But just think, dive in. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think you know it, it's a it's a new app, and I'm sure there's a big product roadmap. But I'm sure moving down the line, you'll be able to see on individual profiles in terms of how many people have hosted a room, how many people you know 
how many rooms they've moderated, how many conversations they've got into. I think that will move forward. And one thing we haven't mentioned, and this is something that does exist on there, is that there there are kind of like permanent clubs that get created, isn't there? So, uh, you know, it's not kind of a free for all at the moment. It's I think it's still an application process, but from a brand building and creating a kind of a fixed space in Clubhouse, that looks like that that's well, it is it is something that happens now, but certainly moving forward. Uh, as you get more involved and you get used to the platform, uh, companies and individuals can can start looking at making more of a permanent presence there, can't they? Yeah, definitely. It's the, it's the equivalent to them having a company page on social media, essentially. Yeah. What it means is that when they start a room, uh, they can actually select their club and it will just automatically notify every single person in that community that that room is happening yeah. which is an amazing feature it is it is by application at the moment but i think a lot's going to change uh over the next you know they're making changes every week so i think mm. within three months it's going to be so so different and yeah people probably will be able to create clubs easier but it is also about individual brands as well um i've applied to to have a dorset networking room so it doesn't just have to be companies and brands uh it can kind of be anything but it just has to be relevant it's community isn't it it's yeah. community that uh, club <laughs> <laughs> well exactly you you mentioned three months time six months time will it still be around then yeah yeah a hundred percent this is what we've all been craving the last 12 months with this pandemic, we have lost that sense of human connectivity. Mm-hmm. And we've been we've been craving it. And because it feels so much more intimate, like a phone call, you do just feel more connected to people. And, you know, we've all felt like it's Groundhog Day where we're just going round and round, same thing every day. And Clubhouse just has brought a breath of fresh air to everyone. So, yeah, I 100% think they will. And apparently there's already talk of Facebook building some kind of uh, product that's going to rival Clubhouse. I made a suggestion yesterday that it would be lovely if all the social media platforms could just get along with each other and create one platform that had mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I, I read um, I read recently around or Twitter, they got their Twitter spaces, I think, that they're, that they're rolling out that's a little bit... Um, that, but the problem is with Twitter is it's so big at the moment. You, we were talking about safety and trolling and, and things like that. Is that that you know there's a, there's you know there's so many more millions and millions more of those types of accounts on there. So management's going to be be quite tough on there. But I think because Clubhouse has got um, it's kind of single purpose, if you like, at the moment compared to maybe others because it's by nomination. Yeah. And I think that's a really clever way that they've done that. That it it does almost help validate a person a little bit because you know obviously there's talk about in the future you'll have to register your passport and all of this stuff to to get a social media account which i think is amazing but until that happens there has to be some kind of way to almost say like you're you're basically saying i am putting my name on the line for this person and you literally are by the way but on people's clubhouse profiles it says who you've been nominated by all right so what we'll have to do jessica is do a follow-up uh episode in six months time (laughs) and and you'll be proven right or wrong um cool like uh, brilliant i I loved it all around uh, clubhouse but i can't end an episode without asking the the five questions i ask every guest so what is your favorite brand uh skinny food co okay nice any particular reason you just like their copy or no uh purely for the product they do the most amazing skinny barista syrup so they're 
vegan, gluten-free, diabetic-friendly, zero calories, zero, zero sugar, and I'm a coffee addict. I couldn't live without it. Um, I mean, their social and their brand is amazing anyway. It looks like it's been put together by a child, but that's what I love about it. It's absolute chaos, but yeah. they get it and they personalize every single email they send to me, which I absolutely love. That's always good. Uh, favorite sound? You're a bit unsure on this question. You were when, when I when I sent it over to prep you. So yeah, uh, I, I was like, what do I look forward to hearing? Um, and actually, for me, it's whether it's at the end of a work day or or if he's been out and come home, it's my fiance just coming in and shouting, "Hey!" at me, and Aww. that that for me, yeah, it's so softy, isn't yeah, it? Okay, uh, yeah, but it is <laughs> it is Valentine's Day in two exactly. days after we're recording. So, or or you know, if you're listening on the Monday that this was is released, Valentine's it was yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, uh, how how sweet. Um, cool. Uh, your 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 favorite bit of tech? Okay, so I couldn't choose between two here. So okay. uh, Canva, hundred uh, yeah. percent. For anyone who you know, it's Photoshop for people who don't know how to use Photoshop. Basically, and, and more now. You know, you can do video and everything, oh, can't you? So you do everything with yeah. your gifts, video. So if if you're trying to create any kind of content for social or anywhere else, use Canva. It's amazing for copywriting. Um, if you're trying to write for web and you're not sure, you don't understand anything about SEO. Um, SEOreviewtools.com is an amazing tool. You can you can put articles in there. It'll tell you all your errors. It'll even give you help on how to write your metadata as well so that's a really really nice. uh, good tool that i'd suggest to people yeah yeah a very seo friendly uh website for themselves as well it does exactly what it says on the tin doesn't it Definitely. um of course you're doing your dream job at the moment doing copywriting for lots of fantastic companies around the around the globe um but if money wasn't an object and you could do anything uh life-wise in terms of your job what would it be um, oh my goodness. So I think if if the opportunity came up right now, uh, probably something like, I don't know, promoting a gin brand in the Caribbean, that would be like the wow. ultimate, yeah, that would be the ultimate job for me. Kind like, of with the pigs swimming in the sea and that, yeah, and that kind 100%. of thing. Yeah, Dominican nice. Republic, gin and tonic in my hand would just be the dream. But yeah. I think the, the dream job I always wanted, um, and I always saw it come up uh, every couple of years, was for the head of Christmas at Boots. Because what an amazing job title to have head of christmas you're basically santa do you only have to work for a couple of weeks a year as well well i, I think it goes all year round because yeah. it's sort of planning for christmas and actually probably christmas itself is probably your quietest time yeah. uh, but it is it's very much it was all encompassing so it was the gift guides it was the the vm it was everything you know the whole look and feel and it was just that job title just made me giddy every single time i saw it all I, I, all I think of Boots Christmas, all I think straight away is three for two. Yeah. And all I think is Lynx deodorant, like Ted Baker kind of shampoo or something. Basically stuff that my my dad or something hasn't got me a present at the last minute. So he gets me that, he gets my wife that and gets the kids something else on the three for two. Office. Yeah, so, no, it's yeah. great for Secret Santa. And do you know what? Ironically, Boots is, is basically the only brand that I will actually get a physical catalogue from now at Christmas. Um, I, I, I think print is kind of me it's it's not dying but it's definitely you know competing with digital but boots christmas gift guide every year always on my coffee table nice nice and uh your favorite swear word okay so this was hard because i swear a lot and i've been very well behaved on this podcast yeah we haven't uh, sworn once I I don't think. yeah well i swear a lot on clubhouse i needed a break but my favorite swear word is shitbag uh, okay because 
like if people piss me off or they do something I'm like what an absolute shit bag and yeah. and it's like both endearing and insulting all at the same time because I can say it in such a nice way that people are like did she insult me I'm not sure <laughs> oh yeah you cute cute little shit bag between that and thunder cunt <laughs> oh wow wow that is how we end the show people that is how we end the show i love it um uh if you want to get called um a thunder cunt or a shitbag by jessica um you can find her where linkedin clubhouse obviously anywhere else uh, linkedin clubhouse uh jessica ross.co.uk uh instagram twitter everywhere what's I'm your all... twitter handle it's a funny uh, twitter handle isn't it Twitter is keeping it welsh that is the name of my, the, my very first blog that i had when i was, oh, nice. when I was younger. yeah excellent well thanks for joining me jessica i think you know clubhouse whether you love it hate it looking in from the outside or you're in it in the middle it's it's kind of it has has taken the the world if you like a little bit by by storm and they've certainly got people talking about it so um take some of those tips that jessica's uh outlined in today's show you know give it a go download the app we've both got invites uh, if you if you'd like to join so drop us a note um wherever you wherever you're connected with us um and thanks for listening cheers for joining jess thanks so much for having me